Hello, welcome to the Dear Nikki podcast, where I'm going to be giving you personalized user research advice based on your questions or struggles. So let's dive into today's episode. Yay for double digit episode. <laughs> welcome to episode 10. <laughs> I'm just so excited. I love things like this. Anyways, we have a really great question coming up about where to direct attention and work and focus when your team is kind of in a pre-planning, pre-kickoff, super discovery mode. So let's have a listen. Hi, Nikki. I just started a new job and I'm unfamiliar with the product that we're working on, but I've been assigned to a project team. The team has not yet decided on an objective or a problem to work on, and we haven't defined uh, stakeholders um, at this moment. Um, So my question is, how would you recommend I should get started while the team is still in this pre-kickoff phase to ensure that I can um, get to better research later on? Does that mean that I'm doing a discovery workshop or should I start with stakeholder interviews or is there something else that I'm just not thinking of? All right. Thank you. I love this question so much because this is a space that I want to sit in all of the time. (laughs) To me, this is one of the most exciting phases within the overarching product development process. You're in such a pre-everything phase. And for me, the reason I love this this space so much is because there are so many different possibilities and you are in a space that user researchers don't often see, right? We get pulled in to projects that are already defined. We get pulled into usability testing. We get pulled into live features for thinking about the last episode that I that I recorded. The features that are already in development are already live. All of these are great things and all of these are things that we should be doing as user researchers, but more rarely do we get pulled into this phase that is pre-definition. So I am so super excited for you. And also congratulations on the new role. That is awesome. Huge, huge congrats from my side. I'm silently clapping because I don't know what clapping would sound like on a podcast (laughs) and how my microphone would deal with that. So on to some advice. Again, so excited. And you had already started hinting at some things that you could be doing, which are 100% aligned with what I was going to say. Awesome. So the first thing that I would do is before we run into almost solutionizing of stakeholder interviews, discovery workshops, all all the things that you could do, I would take a few steps back and I would say, what are my goals as a user researcher for this team, right? So what do, I want to accomplish? What do I want to help support the team on? What are the things that the team might be struggling with right now in this phase? What are they trying to do? And how can I help them through this phase? So really taking that step back. So instead of thinking already about what research we should be doing, you know, or what 
what kind of stakeholder interviews or workshops we should be doing, take a, take a bit of a step back and say, what, what are they doing right now? And how can I help them in this moment? And what are some goals for myself? So whenever I work on teams that are in this pre-definition phase, something, a team that I worked on actually similar to this, a bit adjacent was like an innovation team. So it was always pre pre-definition we always were discovering new problems or trying to discover new problems or trying to understand new things that we didn't even know about so i call it phase zero and i call it the unknown unknowns that's what we're trying to understand so generally speaking my goals for this are to help teams identify those unknown unknowns so that we can have a focus right so that's my general goal in this phase because that's usually what teams are struggling with in this moment. So my recommendation for you before you go into stakeholder interviews where it deals with research-based questions, I would ask the team, what are you struggling with right now? Where can I support you? Where can I help you? What are some of the questions that you're having in your head just about what to do next you know what are you considering what are you thinking about if you don't have this information if you already have this information that's great but that can help you with supporting them with the right information so my goal of like figuring out unknown unknowns might not be the best goal for you because that might not be what your team needs right now your team might need something else so understanding what they're struggling with most so that you can come up with information that can support them the best will help you figure out what to do next, right? So that being said, another thing that I would recommend doing is partnering with anybody in the quant space. So right now you might not have qualitative data, but is there quantitative data? that is indicative of something or can help you define scope of research projects? Is there any sort of data that your organization is looking at that might help to define what, what to focus on next? So what's the organizational focus if there, if there is one, which I really hope that there is. So when it came to innovation, and this innovation team that I was working on, something that was really helpful is understanding what the direction of the greater organization was going in and where they wanted to, generally speaking, put their focus, because that helped me define scopes of research that would align with organizational goals for that particular year. So, for example, I was in the um, content marketing space, and one of the big goals for that particular company back then was taking static images and making them dynamic. So that, that's a very specific goal, but it was it was within the space of creating different types and more innovative types of content. And so with that goal, that really helped me with scoping to understand what those unknowns, unknown unknowns were behind you know, dynamic content versus static content, right? So if there's any sort of organizational focus as well that can help you and the team bring bring together a, a focus of where you might be going next, that could be helpful. And maybe there's some quantitative data that can also help with giving you a bit of focus when it comes to scoping research. So working with those partners would be really 
important because the thing that you want on like a new team like this is to make sure that this team's scope and and this team's goals align with those business goals. That's why I'm kind of talking about bringing bringing those organizational goals and and business goals into play to help you and the team kind of form something from that. So that's kind of pre-planning for me is doing those things. So really understanding where my team's at, where they're struggling with right now, creating goals for myself, creating ways that I can support the team currently and looking externally into other thought partners like any sort of quantitative data that's there that could help us, any sort of organizational goals that could help us be aligned with them and bringing those all together. And now when it comes to more of that research-based understanding, yes, for stakeholder interviews. That's something that I would, I, you know what, I would actually, yes, I would start with stakeholder interviews. So I would interview each person individually and ask them, you know, what are some questions you have about this space? If there's, if there's already, a, um, I'm not sure if you have like a general space defined yet or not, or where, where you are in that, in that definition, but I'm just going to, assume that there's a, a general space that this team is looking into. So what I would recommend for you is asking questions like, what are what are some things that you wish you knew about this space? What are some big, big ideas that you have for this space? What are some things you're confused about? Who do you think is in this space? You know, and really, really asking those bigger questions to tease out essentially what you're trying to tease out is what questions do you, does your team have? What are the things that they have no idea about? And also asking them things like, what would success look like on this team? What would, what would our ideal outcomes be? You know, what would, what decisions are we trying to make right now? Because that also helps you with the scope of the research. So I would be doing those stakeholder interviews 100%. And I would as well do a discovery workshop. And the reason that I would do it stakeholder interviews first and then discovery workshop is I would synthesize the information from the stakeholder interviews and create like the big questions. And within the workshop, you can prioritize those questions, right? So what are the big questions that the team has around this space? or the users within this space, customers within the space, whomever is whomever you would be serving. So what are the big questions behind this space and the potential users in this space? And pri start prioritizing those. And those would go into some sort of roadmap and backlog for you. And within the scope of that, of that workshop, so it's really question gathering. So it's understanding the questions that we have and the gaps that we have in our knowledge. That would be the goal of that workshop if I were running it. And then something else that I would do within that workshop, so a secondary goal within that workshop is trying to guess or assume or hypothesize about the potential users. So who do they look like? What are they what are their roles? Who who where are they? Who are they in general as much as you can to build some sort of understanding of who you might be talking to. This does not mean you're building a persona. I wouldn't even call this a proto persona. I, I wrote down proto personas, but I don't think you're at, even at the space right now where you could even create a proto persona. So I would, I would recommend just like, it's just getting an understanding of scoping of research. So who you might be talking to 
right? Because from, from the, the goal before was to kind of understand where your team's at, set some goals for yourself, for how you can help them. And now this research-based space that you've moved into after that, your goal is to start scoping research, right? And in order to do that, you have to have some sort of an idea of who you're going to talk to and generally speaking, what you're going to talk to them about. So the goals of the that discovery workshop is to understand the gaps. So that's the what you're going to talk about and understand potential people you're going to talk to about that, right? And this is also potentially a great time to do stakeholder interviews outside of the product team. So asking others such as, let's say your B2B account managers. So they might be helpful in kind of telling you the roles that maybe could be within this space. So, or sales, you know, they might have tried to sell to people in this space and it might not have worked and that's why you're creating this new team, right? So also doing stakeholder interviews outside of a product team can help you with understanding who this person might be talking, who this person is that you might be talking to or the multiple people that you might be talking to. So that's what I, that's how I would start with that discovery workshop. I would also do a competitive audit of similar spaces and products within that space if you have that information. And I don't mean a competitive analysis, like a SWOT analysis, like the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and I don't even know what the T stands for anymore. I haven't done a competitive analysis, a SWOT analysis in such a long time. What I would do is more of a product focus of of a walk the store of something like this is this competitive product. These are the features that they have. And this is the general experience that they're having just to kind of, it's not really to, to benchmark or base, base it, base your product off of anything, but just to get an understanding of what's already out there, because that might help you with having conversations with the people that you're going to talk to because you said that you're not super familiar with the product and you're already then in a new space. So this might help you with having conversations with people about something that you're not super familiar with. So when whenever I was working on the innovation team within a new space that was very different from anything that I understood, I always did some walk the stores of competitive products within that space so that I could have more informed conversations with users later. And I wasn't coming completely from scratch. So this is an interesting thing for your stakeholders that you could turn into a deliverable of showing them the different experiences within these competitors and the features that they have, just so everybody has an idea of what's kind of out there if that's not already been done before. And I would try and do it from like a product and UX space rather than a marketing or competitive analysis space. And it also gives you baseline knowledge to be able to have more informed conversations with users. So that's that's what I would do within, within that kind of area. I would also try and identify the users of potential competitors because that might also help you with narrowing the scope down of who you are going to be talking to in this first very generative phase. So 
that's my two, almost two-step approach. I hope that that makes sense. So going from first of like, how do I support the team? What are my goals for right now to, okay, what are our gaps in the knowledge? Who do we think we're talking to? What are some competitors? What is that experience like? And who are the people who are using that so that we can start to identify gaps in our knowledge to, to get those questions answered and then ideally start identifying problems because that is the entire point of your very next step because you said that the team doesn't yet know a problem that they're going to solve or the problem space so with all of this information where you have questions that that people are interested in asking the gaps in in people's knowledge within the space and within the users and the potential users your next thing is to understand what are our users problems and needs right so that's figuring out the unknown unknowns by focusing on and finding problem spaces right and and those problem spaces are the ones where you're you don't have knowledge on and you need to ask you need to say you know what are people doing how are they how are they navigating this space it's really hard to talk about this like so abstractly without knowing this space but how are they how are they uh navigating this space what are the problems that they're having what what are the struggles that they have every day both inside and outside of maybe these competitive products that they're using right so something that might be interesting for you to do is these these very generative one-on-one -on -one interviews with these potential customers just in understanding this is the thing that you do and what are the problems that you have with whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish within this space what are the needs that you have what are the tools that you're using and where are they failing you where are they helping you and where are they failing you right so that's how you start to, that's like the later research once you once you've identified these gaps in knowledge once you've identified some of these big competitors once you've identified who these potential users are going to be that's when you go and you really start exploring what what are their what are they like so what are what is this person doing what is this person's world and what are the struggles what are the pain points what are the problems what are their needs what are their goals what are they trying to achieve why are the tools that they are currently using failing them right so that you can start to answer those problems with ideas that's how how our innovation team worked so what happened is we would understand a certain space that we were going into and we would kind of gather these gaps in our knowledge or these big questions that we had we would highlight potential users based on competitors and i would go through those competitors so that i had a jumping off point of how to talk to these people and then i would go out and i would ask them you know what's what are you doing every day what's your role like what is your like essentially what is your world like you know what what are what are the top pain points that you have inside and outside platforms the tools that you're using how are they how are they not working for you what are some problems that you're encountering what are some things that you wish you could do what are some needs that you have what are some goals that you're trying to accomplish and i usually did these through one-on-one -on -one interviews i also did journey mapping so when it when it got down a little bit more to understanding certain experiences i would bring it into a journey map i did diary studies within this scope you can also do mental model diagrams as well so understanding people's mental models but i would say the first thing to do is one-on-one -on -one interviews to identify 
what what these people are doing in this space, what their problems are, what their needs are, what their goals are. Because when you start getting that information, your team can then start solutionizing how to fix those things. But without those problem spaces, without understanding these people and the problems that they're having and the needs that they have and the goals that they have, you can't really do anything meaningful, right? You're not really solving anything for this, these people if you don't understand that. So once you have all of this information, I would go and try and find those users and do those big one-on-one interviews where you're kind of answering the question, what are the problems or and needs and goals of our users, of these people? And they might not end up being your users and you might have to pivot. We did this a few times. You might have to pivot and talk to new people. You might have to say, okay, you know, these people weren't the right people to talk to for this. We identified that they use like slightly different tools and, and their, their needs don't align with the space that we're trying to get into. So we need to pivot. We need to find different people. And that means going back to like account managers or sales or quantitative data or looking again at competitors and saying, okay, who, who is it that is using this stuff? right? Who is it that is within this space that's having problems and that we can potentially solve, right? So I would highly recommend kind of going through those steps. So again, that first one of defining your own goals within this team and finding out where people are right now and how you can help them. And then going on to like that research-based information. So those stakeholder interviews, the competitive audits, the discovery workshops where you're gathering these questions and the gaps and the potential users and packaging that all together so that you can go and talk to those people to identify their problems, needs, and goals. So again, so super interesting. I'm so happy you have this experience because honestly, this is this is such a great experience for researchers. And I just, I wish every researcher had this experience. So I am I am just so pleased to to hear about that. It's it's so important that we learn how to work with this phase of the process. And yeah, I'm just, I'm just really, really excited. And I hope that this helps other people who are either hoping to get into this phase of research and be pulled in this early or people who are currently sitting in that space saying, "Uh oh, what do I do? Because I know it's a bit overwhelming and scary. The first time I did it, I was just, you know, running around saying, what am I supposed to be doing? <laughs> I have no idea what, what any of this is. So I hope that that is super helpful for you. And I wish you the best of luck in, in this new position. And also within this space, you're going to do a great job. Just keep coming back to your goals. Keep remembering that, you know, you can always pivot, you can always change things. And that really you're trying to help your team make something that helps solve people's problems, needs, and goals. You know, that's like the the super simplified synthesized version you are trying to help your team make something that solves people's goals and needs and pain points that is the most important thing and doing that all the work that gets up to that point is so super important but that is the that is your goal as a researcher in this space definitely Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. And I'm excited to dive in to our next episode soon. And yes, I just, I hope that that was really helpful and so super excited to be able to answer this question and hear that researchers are really getting in there. Cool. I will talk to you soon. Thanks again for listening. Don't forget to hit subscribe and submit your next question. And I look forward to talking to you all soon.
Bye.